Hello, and welcome to another episode of Firsties. I'm Ross. I'm Reba. And this episode uh, is the second Jack flashback episode. Uh... And, and the first repeat flashback for a character, which is a little weird, actually, yes. at this point. Like, there are a few characters. There are so many characters that you could go through in the first season and then do more repeat episodes. Yeah, so... Not that I don't like Jack or didn't appreciate the flashbacks, but come on, you've got 46 people. You keep repeating <laughs> that you've got 46 people, and a season is 22 episodes. Oh, more. I think this one's like 24, 25. This okay. is a long season of television. Oh, that's true. There are like multiple, multiple episodes for finales and yeah. Exodus and is three parts on here. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, but, I mean, and it's not like they really cover all forty something people well, on the right. island. They don't but, need to do that. But I'm telling you, you have like enough. You yeah, can go through everyone. And they they still and haven't done an episode for Hurley or Michael or Walt or, or Boone or Boone or Shannon. I mean, they could have done a Boone episode this time and and delved into his wild world of wedding company running. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, it would have been a and that one would have were. I mean, not the maybe not focusing on the wedding company aspect of it, but you know, there is some like. There was a heavy boon influence in this, trying to prove himself. He could have, you know, I don't know. Yeah. He worked it from that angle. Yeah, maybe. Like, I, I get why, since they're kind of running after, they, or Jack is the one we're following the most during all that, why they do it, but... Right. I, and, and I get, like, knowing at least a few of the other backgrounds, why they wanted to save him for later in the season, but, like, it's... I it, I do feel it's a little early to start repeating Jack episodes. Like we, it, it's just hard to be excited about Jack right now. Yeah, and I mean, but it, I mean, his flashback for this episode really does work because you've got you've got him trying to um, I don't know. It feels like he's trying to rectify what um, that, that mistake that happened and trying to deal with like his issues with even Locke. As as an authority, yeah, I was I was a little mixed on how the flashback actually worked for the episode. Like I, I think the on island drama is pretty clear, but I didn't feel like the flashback tied that well into it. Yeah. Uh, should we start with the on island stuff this time? Since I feel like sure. I feel like that's more important here, and it kind of ties in from the last week. So so last we left it. Uh, Claire and Charlie were in the jungle, and Ethan had just approached them. Creepily staring at them, hungrily yeah. staring at Claire. <laughs> and they, uh, they confirmed at the beginning of the episode that Ethan was the one who wasn't on yes. the manifest, so we do know that. That is official. And, uh, yeah, uh, Jack immediately starts running off and chasing after them, uh, initially yes. with Locke, but, uh... Right. He's not it's really... Not really much of a tracker, that no. Jack. <laughs> he's a... He's the physician. Yeah, he's a doctor. Like, I think, um, you know, I could see where uh, Locke saying, Hey, I'm the hunter, you're the physician. Go back and be the physician and stay safe so mm -hmm. that we can keep having a physician and let the hunter go. Like, him telling 
telling Jack what to do in that sense is um, kind of playing on those those daddy issues that Jack has. <laughs> Maybe. It, um, this is a weird episode, too, because, uh, you know, we're, we're used to seeing Locke a lot of the time as kind of the weird mystic guy, and, like, here he's the one who's being practical-minded, whereas, like, normally rational, logical Jack is the one being kind of an idiot and running off and just yeah. <laughs> constantly... Uh, getting in the way of things. Yeah. So it's a little little different. And, yeah. uh, like, they both They both feel uh, responsible. So I see, like, I see where they, they both want to take care, take control of the situation, I think. Yeah. Uh, I just think Jack should have listened. More. Yeah. Here, you know, delegate. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Locke's idea to, you know, let's, let's actually plan this out and figure out scouting parties and, like, do that rather than just running blindly into yeah. the jungle. <laughs> yeah. Made a Rashly. lot more sense. Um, but uh, we learned pretty quick that the reason Jack is going so hardcore after Claire is because he feels guilty after last yeah. week. Uh, he thinks he should have listened to her. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's why he's he acting out and running away because... He never, he never, you never can know, really. Yeah. Like, it's... And we, we talked last week, like... You know, Jack's reaction seemed fairly rational, <laughs> given the information right. and what happens to women when they're pregnant and almost ready to give birth. Yeah. Sometimes they have, like, lucid dreams and vivid dreams and stuff. Right. So, you know, he doesn't need to beat himself up over it, but he's Jack, so that's what he does. Yeah. He's the hero guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so so. They, they find Ethan. Uh, Jack gets his ass handed to him. <laughs> Yeah, but it's kind of, it's it's kind of a little strange that Ethan just kind of pops up. Yeah, he does. Just you out know. of nowhere, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, so, yeah, we so if he's I an mean, other or one of the others, which is kind of what the show is hinting at, we still don't know what the others are. Exactly, because he dragged off two bodies. Right. Like that how, seems unusual. Yeah. Sure, he's a and and um. What's his face? Locke. Mm-hmm. Uh, Locke has already owned up to the fact that Ethan is a better tracker. And a yeah. Better hunter than, than um, Locke himself is, who... Although maybe not Kate. <laughs> yeah. As we learned, Kate actually... I know. Kate actually the... did something uh, in this episode. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, so... so um, but, yeah... Um, so he, he seemingly appears out of nowhere when Jack falls back, right? Right. And, which, you know, you could justify maybe he's just a really, really good tracker. He's good hide- good at hiding, but also, you know, our experience with the others is Rousseau somehow never seen them in her entire time there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're, they've been trying to tie together, like, the whispers that they're hearing, too. Right. Possibly being... Others. So is there something supernatural with them? Are they some right. weird island force that's playing with things? Exactly. They can only, they're can. they only seen when they want to be seen. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> but uh, either way, uh, whatever Ethan is, he's much much better fighter than Jack. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's a, that, I thought that was kind of strange because Jack... Um, like, I always envisioned Jack as a better fighter than that. Mm-hmm. And so that made it, like, 
that heightened the mystical properties right. of Ethan. Because uh, Ethan doesn't look like yeah. that buff of a guy or like he's a yeah. big fighter, but he and and every swing that Jack takes, he, he dodges mm-hmm. and very quick reflexes. Yes. to go along with his tracking skills. Yeah. <laughs> But soon after that, they find Charlie. Even though, they he, like, they tell him not to go on, or they'll kill his one of the right which, prisoners. But yeah, but then they immediately find Charlie, pretty much after that. Yeah, so it's like, did they did they already have that set up? Had they already killed, knowing that? Yeah, I, killed, I, knowing that that Jack was just gonna go. Yeah, I think like, that was just. It, it's like, hey, if we can discourage Jack from moving, yeah. we can. Then again, you know, hard again, inside the heads of these people or these things or whatever they are. We don't know, like, because that begs, um, begs the question that, like, are they, are they watching? I I guess they were because they had Ethan in this this system, Mm -hmm. but watching the island, or the survivors, I call them islanders in my notes. Yeah, I mean, they, but, (laughs) they had, they had a plant, or as a, let's see, what, how did... How did Sawyer put that when he he was talking to Walt? Uh, so a tribe of evil natives planted a ringer in the camp to kidnap a pregnant girl and reject and a reject from uh, VH1 has-beens. Yeah, fiendishly clever. But that seems to be what's happening. Uh, yeah, that's an astute observation, even if you don't believe it, Sawyer. Even if it sounds ridiculous, that's what's happening. Yeah. So they find Charlie. Yeah. Uh, Jack, yeah, man. Well, first the, they they get you going, right? They, they do um, the. Uh, this is the first time, really. We we were about to call this this season a firsty <laughs> short. Um, if Charlie had died, you you would have just been I, done. I would have been done. Mm-hmm. I would have said no more. I can't handle losing, uh, losing Mary. Oh, <laughs> but and, and yeah, they they let it go for a while. They played the theme that. You know, they've done in the show before, but it wasn't really... Like, I guess it happened, they played it when Jack found his dad's body, so that was sort of life and death there. Yeah. Uh, But it's been used in other contexts so far, and kind of from this point on, that's the death theme. Yeah. So, like, they're playing the death theme for Charlie, and, like, you know, Jack does everything he can to resuscitate him and ultimately stops for a while. And that's where, like, it it does a wider shot, and you're like, oh, no! Yeah. He's really dead! But no, then Jack just starts pounding on his chest. Yeah, like, yeah. Really, and somehow that works. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't seem real medically accurate. No. So. No, um, I did, I did want to say that um, his, his original me- application of CPR was not as, <laughs> not as strong as, as you're taught in CPR class. They, they'd say, if you break a rib, that's okay. Yeah. But, but still, like, uh, you look at it and you're like, that doesn't seem like something that would work. So was the island reviving him? And, and if the island kept Charlie alive, then what is it rewarding? Or, you know, is it rewarding Jack's tenacity or his foolhardiness or what? Right. Or uh-huh. or does it even have anything to do with Jack? But it almost yeah. seemed like it was content to let Charlie die until Jack, like, kept, kept going, going. After, yeah. after long after he should have. So. Yeah. So. so that's new. Um, yeah. And uh, we didn't get much information from Charlie, really, from all that. 
Uh, no, he seemed pretty shell shocked. He said he didn't remember much. anything. Yeah. And uh, all he says is all they wanted was Claire. Yeah. Although he said they. Yeah. So did he see anything? Who's they? I mean, maybe there's like, and that's where I thought maybe maybe they've like erased his memories, but not and maybe his connection with Claire was uh, is strong enough to. Remember at least that. Maybe. Because remember, Saeed didn't, like, come running out of the jungles last week until uh, Charlie and Claire were already in trouble. Yeah. So, Charlie didn't know anything about the others. Yeah. Uh, like, that's all news, but he, he's still thinking of it as a group rather than just one attacker. Right. So, hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Anyway, that was ostensibly Jack's part of the story on Island, but, yes. uh, so his flashback... Oh, the flashback. And into that. Um, so so how did you think this tied in, or how do you think this explains his motivations on well, the island? Well, I think losing the... Um, I think losing the patient in that way, like, it kind of... Uh, he's not only... Not only does he feel guilty about kicking Claire out, but he doesn't want to lose another person that he could save. Yeah. And, like... Because you find out that his dad got called in and his dad made that egregious error mm-hmm. that Jack couldn't fix. And now he's he himself has made this egregious error and wants to wants to try to fix it. Okay. Because, yeah, like, I, I still feel like it's a really, really vague way of looking at it. Just like, oh, a patient died and, you know, Jack... Jack right. doesn't want something but bad to happen on the island. <laughs> it also, but it also, um, it also influences his his responses and his interactions with Locke in this episode because Locke is very clearly taking a a leader role, a um, and kind of telling Jack what to do, whereas, yeah. whereas his father in that whole flashback is telling him what to do. Okay. And uh- I'll, I'll give you that a little. You know. <laughs> that it, you, and you had mentioned you think Locke is playing, yeah, like a father role in that. It, and yeah, it, which is funny, too, episode. because Locke is the character who is like, you can't tell me what I can't do, or, you know, like, right. all that. And then right. he's kind of the one telling Jack, like, hey, maybe you should do this. And Jack's like, no, Dad. <laughs> yeah. That's very much what I, that's very much what I took from the flashback. Yeah. Um, like... To me, it seemed like the flashback was just it filling in more history for Jack and uh, what happened with his father. And, like, it almost felt like something that could be just explained in a few sentences. Like, basically, a uh, patient was brought in, Jack's dad was drunk but called over to do surgery. He screwed up, cut an artery. Jack took the place. She still died. Jack was upset. He, uh, he signed the paper saying that, like, basically it's but Jack's fault it that his dad was, dad's license was revoked. It was when he um, uh, found out that the woman was pregnant. Yeah, so I was a little confused on why that was especially relevant. Um, <laughs> I don't necessarily know why, <laughs> why it was that relevant, but... Um, Cause like like they played up like that's a revelation, and I mean I get well, that it, neither of them may have known or acknowledged that I guess. Yeah, or if um, 
if Jack's dad knew, he didn't tell Jack. Yeah. But, I mean, like, and she still died from him screwing up or cutting an artery. Right. So, I don't know. I, just, I, I guess, like, the storytelling wasn't very clear on why that mattered to me. Okay. Like, like it, it, it's the crux of the story that Jack is the one that got his dad right. fired, basically, is there. Like, that's plenty clear. That's pretty and that, obvious. Like, but. And that, to, that little piece of information, to me, doesn't feel relevant to anything on the island. Right. And that, that's, why, that's why, to me, like, the flashback was a little weird for this one. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, it's filling in information, but it doesn't feel like it's really impacting Jack's actions on the island. Right. Like, it feels like a different different scenario, different story. Yeah. That they just, they had to get in there somehow. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, but, the, again, like, with, with the background stories, this fills in a lot, because that explains why uh, Christian, his dad, went on his uh, bender mm, yeah. in Australia. Yeah. And ended up killing himself <laughs> somehow. Right. But yeah, I mean, that that was the central focus or central flashback. I really don't think there's that much more to talk about there. I thought it was interesting that Christian jumps into, like, being really positive and, like, buttering Jack up like crazy when he wants yeah. him to sign it. Like, he goes... Because he basically goes from trying to blame Jack for death uh, and to, like, oh, you're just one of the best. You're one of the uh, yeah, most I talented have, surgeons. Yeah, I was hard and, on you because that's what you have to do to become... The best. Uh huh. And Jack kind of falls for it for a little bit. Right. It's very manipulative. It's all. His father is giving him all that he's like. All he's ever wanted was his approval. Mm -hmm. Um, and he's giving it to him. And so yeah, when he realizes that he has, like, that's what his dad was doing to him, then he backs backs away from it and and gets his dad or his license. Revoked. Yep. So, should we talk about the biggest subplot probably in this episode with Locke and Boone? Yeah. So that's a new pairing. It was. Uh-huh. It was an interesting pairing. Uh-huh. And I, I, I really like it. I like the way that, like, Boone's been trying to do something important, like, the whole series. Mm-hmm. And, like, Locke just accepts him in. Like, yeah, sure. Come along. Be my tracking buddy. Yeah. Like, why not? And yeah. So Boone gets to do that, and also Boone asks Locke what he did off the island, and Locke just tells him the truth. Like, yeah, which <laughs> no mystical. I mean, I, I, I just even after last, uh, last season or last season, last episode, <laughs> like I still think that Locke ha- feels he has no reason to lie to anyone. Yeah, yeah. Like he's okay. He obfuscates so sometimes, but he isn't. Right. Need to, really. Right. But he, like, the the only thing that makes Locke mysterious is that everybody, like, just automatically thinks he is mysterious. Uh-huh. And I don't, I think he's like, okay, well, don't be mysterious. I'll, I'll, <laughs> a little bit of a Sawyer thing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Rolling with his uh, reputation. But I love that. I love that when Boone asks him, he ta- uh, uh, Locke initially says, well, "What do you think I did?" Yeah. 
And, and Boone thinks he's either a taxidermist or a hitman. <laughs> yeah, I love Two that. Two very different things. And Locke and, is really amused by that, too. Yeah. And he doesn't... Um, doesn't believe Locke when he says what he was. Yeah, he works at the Pops factory. Yeah, it was so so unlike Locke on the episode or on the on, on the, the island, island that he can't believe it. Yeah, which is great because I feel like if if anyone believed what Locke actually did off island, they wouldn't like trust him as much as they do. Yeah, maybe not. Like, I mean, he's proven himself a lot, but, uh, but still, yeah. he doesn't but really he, have that experience. Right. I also liked uh, that at one point, Locke tells Boone he can turn around, or he should probably just turn around because it's about to start raining or really yeah. pouring on island. And Boone's like, no, I'm going to just stay with you. And right. Locke appreciates that. Yeah. <laughs> I think think he likes this kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then it, it does start raining to be extra dramatic for when they find fight Ethan and all that. Of course. Now, here's my question. Did it start raining when Hurley left Walt after, like, uh, losing to him in backgammon? I didn't think about that, but that's pretty funny. Because Walt wanted to keep playing backgammon, mm -hmm. and Hurley was hurt by losing to him constantly. Yeah, because Hurley was the, uh, he was 17th in a championship of backgammon. Yeah. I, also, I also liked that uh, Hurley, or they had made a bet where Hurley owed him $20,000. Right. Which, uh, it, when they were golfing, didn't Hurley also make a bet where he just was betting absurd amounts of money? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because they're on island. Who cares, right? Right. But, um, anyway, with, with Boone, to, yeah, yeah, Boone and Locke, uh, you've got, <laughs> Shannon actually got worried about Boone, which was kind of, you know, showing that she cares. Right, which right. Which she kind of guessed, but she's always like, always yeah. acting like, who cares about Boone? He's an idiot. Right. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, then the end of the episode, where they found yeah. something metal in the ground. Something metal. <laughs> hollow metal thing. Uh-huh. So yeah. what is this? What, what's there? Yes. Uh, and, like, meanwhile, I'm watching this going, like, oh, God, I'm going to have to really try to talk around this for a while. Because <laughs> uh, they don't... I know, I know what it is, and, like, it's a... Yeah. Do we find out by the end of the season? Oh, okay. <laughs> so you find... You will find out what they discovered pretty soon. Okay. Um, it leads to another question, which may or may not be resolved this season. Okay. But okay. But yes, for the for the most part, you'll you'll find out pretty soon what that thing was. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, somebody who Locke did not like as or did not uh, treat as well as Boone was Michael this episode yeah <laughs> Michael like, got all whiny about not being allowed onto Locke's super search party <laughs> yeah and I love that I love that he um decides to go uh south like like Locke suggested okay make your search party you go we're going north you go south yeah yeah and he's like I'm going south like 
the yeah, all like that puppy. Was his, yeah. Uh, leaving Walt yet again, leaving, yeah. leaving his son that he still doesn't have a good relationship with. Right, he does that a lot, doesn't he? Yeah. Where he just kind of leaves him around places. Yeah. It, he like, and like leaves other people to to watch him. Yeah. Which kudos to Hurley for not being like, what the fuck, man? You're leaving me with your kid. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like. You don't see Michael the rest of the episode, so obviously it does not matter no. that he went south. No. Like, like it's like... Well, they on. knew they went north. It's not like... Yeah. Like, yeah. like it was kind of a stupid thing. Yeah. But uh, I liked Walt defending Locke on all that, too, where Michael's... Michael's yeah. questioning Locke on He's like, no, he's, he's like a I, warrior. Locke I is awesome. <laughs> love that Walt just goes to... Every other male adult on the island uh-huh. as a more like competent and authoritative. <laughs> yeah, than, than Michael. Than he Michael. just doesn't believe like in Michael just, very much. Yeah. And, yeah. And I mean, he, Locke gives a lot of reasons to believe him and trust him. Right. So. Well, I mean, well, but Walt, you see Walt going to Sawyer. Yeah, yeah. Sawyer's the reason, or Walt's the reason. That he goes, that Sawyer uh, goes to Saeed. Right. And it's like, well, like. I like, I like that that whole subplot, or pretty much everything with Sawyer in this episode is pretty much to remind people what's going on in the yeah. epi- in the series at the moment. Like, Walt telling him all about Claire and Charlie and Ethan going off, and then him, then Sawyer going to Saeed so I, Saeed can. Uh, tell us yet again about Rousseau and the others and right. the, all that stuff and the sickness and right. Uh, I feel like I feel like if I had jumped in at any point in these episodes, I would have been caught up. <laughs> well, yes and no. Like it, it, you'd be, they you'd know kind of enough to know what's going on, but not and you wouldn't have yeah. a reason to care about it that much yeah. yet. Like. Like, obviously, that's what a lot of this is. It's They want the show to be accessible because ABC doesn't want a show where only the people who watched it at the beginning are going to continue. Yeah. They want it to grow. They yeah. don't want the audience to slowly shrink, <laughs> which yeah. is what happens when you have, like, cult shows where mm-hmm. the diehards stay and then, like, slowly the less diehard people stop bothering. Right. But And, um... Well, yeah, and Sawyer, like, Saeed gets tired of, of Sawyer asking all of these questions. Yeah, know? yeah. And he's Which like, kind of just tell me what you came to tell me. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, the plane's almost in the ocean, and I'm keeping your signal fires lit. Yeah. Well, and I liked, uh, or not liked, but I thought it was kind of funny that, yet again, they're doing things where they have to remind people in episode of things that were also in the previously on. Yeah. Because, uh, like, the previously on makes a point to show Charlie, like, writing on his little finger oh, yeah. wrap things. No, no, no. That was in the middle No, they of... do both. Oh, they do both. The previously on has that, oh. and then in the middle of the episode, they also flash back to him doing oh, it. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Oh. I, yeah, I didn't see... Or I must not have paid attention to the previously on. Yeah. But yeah, I thought that was incredibly odd. Yeah. That they would flash to that. Something the, that already happened on the island that... Like, I guarantee you that was like a network note where they're just like, hey, the audience might not know what that is. <laughs> or they might uh, not remember that Charlie had those. And but, you know, 
And I think they still say it in the episode, like, oh, this yeah. was Charlie's. It's not like, it's not it's not like, like they, you needed the flash. Yeah, Jack totally was like, Charlie was wearing these. Yeah. Do you remember these? Yeah, so, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what the deal was. <laughs> um, yeah. Let's see, what else did I have here? I, I had more on Kate. We already talked a little bit about how Kate was, a tr- she actually knows how to track yeah. She's actually a useful person in this episode. I know. Uh, and even she's, like, kind of fed up with Jack's shit. Where, right. <laughs> where Jack's constantly uh, trying to run off and do things without knowing it. And then he gets all mad at her when he finds out she can track. Like, what other secrets do you have? Right. It's like, what? Like, come on, man. Did everybody have to, like, publicly <laughs> disclose all of their personal skills? Right. Like All off-screen <laughs> action has just been Jack interviewing everyone to know every <laughs> single thing about them. And for some reason, Kate didn't make it. Yeah, that. Kate forgot to throw in a line about her tracking skills and her island resume. Yeah. Jack is furious, <laughs> but, but yeah, it was it was very silly. Uh, but but Kate's kind of the hero here uh, since she's the one who, like the track they follow is the yeah. one that finds everyone. And, right. And you could also like say there's a slight parallel between Kate being like her tracking skills being something her father taught her yeah. in an episode that focuses heavily on Jack and his father and his father being kind of. Uh, the one who brought him into surgery and mm-hmm. stuff. But, I don't yeah. know. That might be a stretch. Yeah. <laughs> but, I don't know, but that's, I mean, that's a good parallel. To yeah. Note yeah. The episode. So, anything else uh, that you had in this episode? Um, no. Except that I laughed at Boone for working at a, a wedding conglomerate. <laughs> it just seemed... It was like, so Boone. Yeah, yeah. I, I had a I I noted that you know last week we had the return of the lost eye. There was no yeah. lost eye this episode. No, but, it but happened that, in the middle. Or it started in the middle of the action, like basically. Yeah, yeah. which it should have. Like yeah. it was a continuation from last week, where it's like, oh man, what just happened to them? Uh, yeah. So uh, so like especially on like binge watches and stuff, which this yeah. kind of preceded since Netflix wasn't really happening yet. But right. but like. It plays really well on, like, DVD and Blu-ray if you're just watching, like, through the episodes. Like, oh, no, what's happening now? So I think they made the right decision there. Yeah. Uh, This episode was directed by Stephen Williams, Mm -hmm. who uh, I guess went on and directed uh, 26 episodes of the show. So he's kind of one of the regular directors. This was his first one, though. Mm-hmm. I went back and looked up last week because I didn't note that this that time, yeah. and it was a uh, Marita and Grabiak, so it was a it was a woman who directed cool. it. Uh, it was her first and only episode of Lost, uh-huh. though. And well, at least she did a Claire episode. Yeah. <laughs> Another thing I liked, and this was a uh, Boone talking to Locke about. Uh, Captain Kirk in the red shirts. Yeah. And uh, uh, Log's comment that, you know, he sounds like a piss poor captain. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which kind of like, uh, like endeared Boone to him. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to follow you now because you're not going to get the red shirts killed. Yeah. No, he's, he's cool. And, uh, it's also funny to me since later on Damon Lindelof would go on to write Star Trek Into Darkness. <laughs> so, oh, really? Yeah. That's or at least be one of the main writers on it. Yeah. And uh, another little thing I noted, it's been a while since we talked about the whole cave beach thing. Yeah. But we learned in this one that Sawyer's 
going from he's personally walking from the beach to the caves every day to get his meds yeah so again it can't be that far no this is the guy whose arm was all messed up and like that's why he's getting these antibiotics and even for him it's like i guess i can walk every day from the beach to the caves yeah so kate was super over dramatic (laughs) oh kate i mean aside from this episode she's (laughs) been the worst so Uh yeah so, yeah, other than that, um, mystery solved. We found out for sure that it was Ethan who wasn't on the manifest. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there was anything else really solved this week. I mean, we got Charlie back. Yeah. But we didn't, we didn't learn any, any, like... Anything. Yeah, anything. like, just more of what's going on with the others. Yeah. When mysteries introduced, we now have the metal thing in the ground. Right. And what's going on there? What is that? Yeah. We don't know. Yeah. So, yeah, that, I think yes. that's about it for this episode. I, I think so. All right. Well, thanks for listening, and we will catch you next week with, uh, I think it, the episode is whatever the case may be. Okay. And, yeah, we'll see you then.